is your closet didn't evolve with you. So I think that that is a way that we have neglected ourselves as moms, especially is we have not changed out our closet as we've changed our lives. So as our bodies have changed, we have settled for things that don't feel good on us, that don't look good on us. Hey there, I'm Ani Michalski, wellness coach, therapist, and mom to half a dozen amazing kiddos. This podcast is for moms who desperately need a break, but refuse to take one. You know who you are. You have a jam-packed schedule and you're so busy doing everything for everyone else, you don't leave any time for you. What's up with that? Well, no more. Take off your superwoman cape and learn how to put yourself on your to-do list. This is the Moms Without Capes podcast. Hey, did you know that there's a Facebook group filled with Moms Without Capes? Women who are learning that it's safe to take off the superwoman cape and take care of themselves? There sure is, and we'd love to have you in the group. Moms Without Capes is a free community for moms who feel overwhelmed, stressed out, and exhausted from trying to do it all. Come discover who you are under that cape and give yourself permission to show yourself some love. Search Moms Without Capes when you're in Facebook or follow the link in the show notes of this podcast episode. See you there. All right, we have here today on the Moms Without Capes podcast, Jamie Baker. Welcome to the show, Jamie. Thank you so much for having me. So Jamie is a wife, mom, and former Hollywood stylist who knows that style isn't just about what you wear. It's about how you live your life. Five years ago, she left the red carpet lifestyle behind to create a virtual styling business that empowers real women to discover their unique style. With her signature programs, Jamie helps women go from wailing, from wailing, from waiting to becoming in their mindset, in their closets, and in their lives. She believes that style has power and women should feel empowered to own it. In today's episode of the Moms Without Capes podcast, Jamie will be sharing how we can practice self-care and build our confidence by leaning into our personal sense of style. So let's, before we, before we dive in there, I'm so excited to have you on the podcast um, for my personal, <laughs> my personal interest, I actually have it on my vision board for 2023, a um, big green high heel because I I am so not stylish and this is something that I was like I want to find my style this year (laughs) super excited to have you on the show just to pick your brain and I know that there's other women out there that would love to update their style and really lean into and find their style really so yeah to have you today but before we dive into all of that I want to hear more about your story and what brought you here to be where you are today. Oh my goodness. I started as a Hollywood stylist after a divorce. I was 30 years old and decided, okay, I'm just going to start over in life. When I graduated high school, there was no stylist job. So I went in to just working so many different fields. And when I went through that divorce at that age and where most women were starting families, you know, white picket fence and their 2.5 kids and all of that, I was like, oh, okay, so I'm starting over from scratch. Uh, so I moved to back to Los Angeles where I am originally from and I decided to spend all of my savings on going to school for styling. And so I worked at Nordstrom as a stylist while 
going to school and then working nights and weekends, being an assistant on different jobs and then an intern assistant, things like that. And it wasn't really filling my cup. It was great. It looks great on the resume. I worked with some really big names during some really exciting times like Carrie Washington during, you know, the height of scandal. That was really cool. But day in and day out, it just wasn't for me. It did not give me any kind of reward to see my name on in print or, you know, at the, the credits. end of the movie. <laughs> yeah, the credits. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> the word was leaving my brain. Um and so I asked a friend of mine if I could style her personally, because I wanted to see if that was the avenue I should go down. And she said yes. And I was really nervous because she was an executive at Disney at the time. And I set it all up and thought, okay, this is it. This is a make it or break it. Maybe if this doesn't work, style isn't for me. And so I was putting her in outfits. We edited her closet. She had things from high school. And we're talking about a 30-something woman who's amazing. But she was holding on to these things from her past. And I was like, all right, I'm just going to not sugarcoat. I'm just going to tell her these need to go. This, this stuff needs to come in and see what she thinks. And she starts putting on the outfits and looks in the mirror and starts to cry. And she said, can I take a picture of myself? And I was like, yeah, of course. She said, I... I I always wanted to look this way and didn't know I could. Mm -hmm. And that's when I just knew the personal route was for me, not the celebrity, not working as, yeah. you know, the help just to help them make more money. I wanted to work with a woman that has an impact and where style impacts the impact she's making on others. And so I began that journey, moved to Nashville. And I was like, well, maybe I'll do a little bit of country music styling, like down, down to earth. I wanted to find a church, find a husband and work in country music. That was the plan. That was my five-year plan. Hoping at that time I was like 34. So I was like, let's make that like a one-year plan. And so we, I move I to Nashville and found a husband in Virginia, not in Nashville, worked in country music for a hot second and realized they are more diva than Hollywood because it's not quite Hollywood, but they want to act like it's Hollywood. So it's <laughs> and I just picture like <laughs> cowboy boots and like bedazzle. <laughs> yeah, that's where that has to come like, from. Like, let's go over the top because we need to prove ourselves. I'm picturing the rhinestone cowgirl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a thing. Um, so I ended up following my husband to Richmond, Virginia, and we got married and I had a baby and I went to put on my low rise pants. And I thought, what in the world is going on? I've never had a squishy belly before. I, I don't know what to do with this body. And I thought, if I'm having a hard time navigating, getting dressed as a professional stylist after a baby, how are other moms who aren't stylists navigating this? And I found out they weren't. They were throwing on leggings. They were throwing on big t-shirts and putting their hair up in a top knot. And they were riding that hot mess express. And they were holding on to that, like trauma bonding with other moms, like that's where there's a hot mess. And I took it upon myself to be my own client and figure out a method to, to styling a postpartum mom. And then to also break through the barriers of that hot mess mom life, that that was okay. And that was acceptable. And that's how you should live motherhood. And I created a business all around that. I love that. I love that story. Um, one, I am embarrassed to admit that I have things from my high school and I'm in my 40s. 
you're not alone. I mean, I wouldn't have a job if that wasn't the case, right? Yeah. Like I think of like, I had these shoes. I finally did get rid of them, but I had these shoes that I was so proud of because I was like, I've had these shoes since high school. Like I still felt like I sported them. (laughs) Did you ever wear them? Not anymore. I finally got rid of them, but recently, very recently. But yeah, I like, I've got some jackets. I've got some things that I can think of right now, like in my closet that I have had for a really long time. And I can totally um, see when you just shared about that story about the woman, the executive, and how she cried when she looked in the mirror. Because so often, like I m- myself, but I also ask like clients, like, well, how do you picture yourself? Like, let's put a target. Like, who do you want to be? And they'll like fashion often comes up like I want to be like this fashionable classy like woman and we feel so far from that like we kind of go to what's comfortable and I've done like style quizzes like I'm like I I I admire things like I look on Pinterest or like my sister-in-law she had did um stitch fix for a while and I'm always like those are the cutest clothes and she's she's always saying like well it's stuff that she would never pick out but like that they kind of pick out for her and Mm -hmm. I always I'm like I'm gonna do that one day because (laughs) I feel I don't have the confidence to pick out my own style like I don't even know what style I want to go for mine is such a mishmash (laughs) yeah that's normal though I I would challenge you to let go of those clothes because what happens when you you put comfort I take comfort off the table right we all want to be comfortable as far as in our clothing and not like clothes that are too tight or restricting or that you can't move your arms around but comfort as at the forefront typically Mm -hmm. holds us back in anything right in any kind of momentum to move forward and that is definitely the case in style I think that if you would just take out the clothing from your closet that does not serve you fit you or take you forward to the woman you want to become you would probably take out such a heavy load that you didn't even realize you were here yes and it would I, it would give you momentum to go forward right because I'd probably be left with like three things <laughs> yeah and you would curse my name because that always happens <laughs> but then you would realize quickly like okay I wasn't wearing those anyway mm-hmm. that's what always that's happens true. they always curse my name all clients I'm like you're gonna get mad at me you're gonna look at your closet and say I have nothing to wear but if you're honest with yourself you weren't wearing the other things that you got rid of anyway I wasn't yeah those are the things that, like I would try on and then take off like yeah. just like to remind me like okay that is why I don't wear that but you're right like why do I keep those things? and it goes back in just in case just in case yeah. a laundry list of things right yes whether it's has to do with weight or event or weather mm-hmm. or I don't know the rest of your clothes burn in a fire I don't know like yeah that laundry list is just so long for for most women yeah. why they hold on to those pieces. absolutely absolutely so let's talk about style as a way to take care of yourself like how tell like tell us more about like how style plays such a huge role in that self-care you mentioned that in some of this I'm guessing like the de- personal development work that style mm-hmm. always comes up in that and I think that style well not only do I think but I know it's scientifically back that style has a lot of power. It holds a lot of power and it it can prime our brain one way or the other. So when you look down and you're like, oh, I hate what I have on. I feel frumpy. Whatever feelings it brings to the forefront, that's how you're feeling about yourself. So you can control the narrative. You can control how you're perceived by yourself and by others. So by changing 
the way that you dress into a way that that shows a story that tells a story of the woman you are and want to be, you can prime your own brain and that of others as well and tell yourself a story. So I think that's a really great part of self-care is, okay, if I have these goals I set for myself, I have this, you know, one-year plan, five-year plan of these are the things I want to accomplish. This is how I want to show up every day. And then you can kind of reverse engineer, well, how, how would I show up as that person? Okay, what would she wear? What would she be doing? And then you would need to figure out, okay, I need to build a closet of clothes that actually shows that I'm that person, makes me feel like I'm that person, and then is also conducive to what I'm actually doing, right? So, so often women open their closet that is obviously has clothes in it, right? I don't think we ever open our closet and say we have nothing to wear and there's literally nothing in there. That's <laughs> never the case. But what does happen is your closet didn't evolve with you. So I think that that is a way that we have neglected ourselves as moms, especially as we have not changed out our closet as we've changed our lives. So as our bodies have changed, we have settled for things that don't feel good on us, that don't look good on us, that that work out of convenience because you go to Target, you grab the toothpaste, you grab the toilet paper and the clearance t-shirt that you need because you have a party to go to on Saturday with your kids and you have nothing to wear, right? right? So we settle for not taking care of who we are in the name usually of motherhood, right? Mm -hmm. And we become a martyr to that. And our clothes becomes this really emotionally filled discussion we have in our head of like, we're not worthy because we have young kids or we're not worthy because we're not where we want to be or we're not worthy because that's too vain. And we tell ourselves this story and we shame ourselves into just not taking care of ourselves by putting clothes on that feel good. Right. At the end of the day, it's as simple as putting on an outfit that feels good. It's the difference in a pair of pants that fits you and spending 365 mornings squeezing into a pair of pants only to give up because you should have lost the weight or you should have bought a new pair. Yeah. You should have, could have, would have. And so then you put on the leggings. Yeah. And there's so much shame and negative self-talk when we don't take care of ourselves and put clothes on our body that fit. Yeah. It's, that's, I agree with a hundred percent of what you just said. And I'm thinking like that evolving, evolving your closet as you evolve as a mother or like not even as a mother, like outside of your role as a mother, yeah. but like you, we are all different people than we were in our twenties and in our thirties, like as we go through, like, as we become more confident in ourselves or more like just evolved as a person developed, we should certainly be, our clothes should reflect that, our sense of style, because yeah, the fact yeah. that I'm wearing things like that I worn back then is clearly not in alignment with who I am currently. Yeah. If, the, if you open your closet and say, I have nothing to wear, I want you to ask yourself, do I have nothing to wear or do I have nothing that reflects who I am today? Because yeah. so often it's just that, oh, you, I have corporate, you know, pencil skirts and high heels and blazers and shells, but I spend my day in the playgrounds or at football games with my kids or whatever that might be. Yeah. But those clothes don't work because you never transitioned your closet with your life, with your body. And we have to get dressed every single day. Right. So 
when right, it's something we that we know is going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> it's predictable. And we it. It's like, oh, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. And pretty soon your, your youngest child is five years old and you're wearing a nursing bra and they haven't nursed in four years and you've right. never bought new underwear and your pants feel very uncomfortable, but you put on your good jeans when you have to go somewhere and like suffer for it right. because you never right. change that out for yourself. Right. Right. Yeah, it makes so much sense. For the first 10 years of being a mom, I told myself that I did not have the time to go out with friends or to learn a new hobby. I told myself that my focus now had to be on my children and they were my responsibility and my responsibility alone. I would feel guilty if I did anything fun without my children and husband. And I'd feel resentful since my husband seemed to just come and go without any of the kids even noticing. I, on the other hand, would get bombarded by my kids if I said I was going for a walk alone, so I stopped trying. I stopped making dates with friends, and I stopped knowing who I was. I didn't know how to ask for help, and I felt weak, and like I wasn't a good mom because I wanted it. I needed help, but I didn't know how to ask. I became a control freak, really, trying to control everything and everyone, because if things weren't in order, it reflected on me and my worthiness. I filled my plate. Boy, was I busy. I volunteered, I led groups, I got involved in everything. Looking back, I can see clearly that I was trying to prove my, my worth, but really it was exhausting and it led me to feeling like a failure because I just couldn't keep up. I fed myself all kinds of lies. I don't have time, I don't need that walk, I can do this alone. I thought that the world was going to fall apart if I did something I enjoyed. And I told myself this for so long, I actually stopped knowing what it was that I even enjoyed. Sad, I know. But can you relate? I felt trapped by my own excuses. But it wasn't until I started recognizing them for what they were that I was able to finally break free from them. I created a guide to help other moms break free from the lies and to start taking care of themselves. It took me 10 years. It definitely doesn't have to take you that long. I'll put the link to this guide in the show notes so that you can grab your copy and be on your way to breaking free from the guilt and start rediscovering who you are under that mom hat. So what are some ways that we can build our confidence as moms or, you know, even outside of our, our mom hat and update our closet? Like you mentioned pulling everything out, right? Mm-hmm. Did I hear yes. that? Like I felt like Marie Kondo, like pull everything out. See if it brings you joy, right? <laughs> kind of. I get her concept, but no, like bras don't really bring me joy. But I need them. Right. But so they're yeah, <laughs> they're necessary. They should be, you know, working for the size that you are now. Um, but, but not nursing bras five years post nursing that sort of thing. Okay. Um, but definitely, I believe in a good closet edit. Take it all out. If you already know you don't like it and it doesn't fit, don't try it on. Just it just needs to go. Just let go okay. of it. And then the rest of it, just try it on. How does it make you feel? Um, There's a whole method I have to styling yourself where it comes, where you do a lot of self-discovery. Mindset is the first thing I work with when it comes to style. And there's a lot of deep inner work that comes with it. But I also believe in momentum. Motivation just doesn't come around very often, right? Right. So we have to gain some momentum to get us in the mood. So I would say whether it's an outfit where you shop your closet or you go buy a new one, if you have nothing that like really fits. And when I say fit, 
not just your body, you could have gained or lost weight and not bought new clothes, but also is it fit who you are as a person and where you are in life Mm -hmm. and buy a full outfit, a pair of jeans that fit and feel good and make your butt look I'm guilty of not doing that. Yeah. Like, and then I get home and I'm like, well, what do I even wear this with? And then I don't even wear that piece because I don't have any. Because you didn't buy an outfit. (laughs) Yes. It's because you didn't buy an outfit. Yes. Buy the whole outfit. Buy a shirt. I have on, I'm just going to stand, like the most simple outfit is just a mm-hmm. high-rise pair of jeans and this shirt. Let me just show you one simple trick, okay? Because this is something you can do. So this shirt has no shape. It's from one of my favorite brands called Love the People, but it's meant for like men or women. So you can see there's no okay. shape here whatsoever. So if I were to walk, look in the mirror and I have this just like pulled out and it's just straight down. This is not flattering, but just taking the time to simply tuck in the shirt and show your waist, it completely changes the entire outfit. The look of it. Yeah. If I just had the shirt and didn't have any pants that went with it, that wouldn't make me feel good. But if you have a pair of pants and then you bring in your waist. That's the number one styling tip for no matter your size, your body shape, bring in your natural waist, which you can find by, you know, the, we used to stand like this for pictures yeah. all the time. Yeah. <laughs> stand like this, find where your waist bends. That's your natural waist. See where my jeans yeah. hit my actual natural waist. That's the most flattering part of your body. So if you can buy one outfit and I'm talking one accessory, a shirt, pants, and shoes like the whole thing and then if it's cold outside add a layer mm-hmm. and when you have one outfit i i want you to journal like this is don't don't wear the good outfit wear whatever you would wear on a normal day journal how you felt that day and then i want you to wear the good outfit and i want you to journal how you felt that day and it's going to include compliments because you're going to walk around with a smile on your face they're not going to be able to pinpoint like that your outfit maybe is like the best thing they've ever seen but they're going to know you look good and you look confident and you like look it, happy. It's like that extending energy. From yeah, yeah. It exudes from you because you are encompassing the woman that you know you want to be. And style plays a really big part in that. And I would bet a hundred percent of women would have a completely different day in the outfit that they loved versus yeah. an outfit that they just didn't love. It's as simple as that. Right. It doesn't have to be an outfit they don't, they hate but an outfit that they settle for because we don't have time to settle for clothes that don't feel good on our body. Right. Right. And you times that by 365. Like if you create a, an, a closet that reflects who you are, that fits you as a person and fits you as the body you are, like take those together. I mean, I can see like 365 days, your life is transformed. Yes. Which is That's like a the, lot of days. Oh, right. Yes. Yeah. Talk about confidence boosting 365 days of showing up and 365 days of settling. Right. It's yeah, a no-brainer. Yeah. You're going to be way up here. <laughs> yeah. You've completely inspired me. I'm like ready to go home. And- <laughs> so how do work. we, it, it is work. It does take some intention. Yeah. So let's talk about different body types because when you yeah. said about your natural waist, right? Like, I almost like cringed on the inside because I was like, oh no, like, because there's so many different body types, right? So what is your, what are your suggestions on how to like embrace our, our individual body types? Like when we're looking at style, the mannequins, like at the store and like Mm -hmm. things like that, right? 
and we're faced with these. I I see some some stores are replacing like the thinner mannequins with like mannequins that reflect more of like the average person or like mm-hmm. they're I mean if that's even a thing, but like more fuller body, like doing different body that's types, good. which is amazing. But how do we as as women embrace our own body type to be able to dress in a style that we feel is fitting for us? I think that the biggest thing, I always go back to mindset and I know it's not the sexiest thing. It's not Mm -hmm. what everybody wants to hear. Like, oh yeah, I changed my mindset first. Just give me something to do. You have to change your mind into deciding that you're going to get dressed to be seen, whether that's by yourself first or by the public or whatever that looks like for you. You are willing to be seen and you're done hiding. So when you decide that I am worthy today, and I am ready to be seen, then you can get dressed from a completely different mindset that changes the need to compare any body type. So there are five basic body types and we're also unique, right? We're all just, there's no like one straight up and down one portion, but essentially there are five to go by and have a free guide that I can give your, all of your listeners. Okay. That'd be awesome. The perfect, like not perfect. There's no such thing as perfect. (laughs) The ideal outfit formula for your body shape. And it does not matter if you're size two or size 22. Those shapes stay the same. You pretty much stay the same shape except when pregnant, no matter what, how your weight fluctuates up or down, because your body tends to gain and lose weight in the same areas. So whether you're shrinking or growing, your shape essentially stays the same, like most of the time, obviously. Rules are meant to be broken, right? <laughs> but the number one tip is to bring in your natural waist. And the biggest pushback I get from women are, is, well, my belly's not flat. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, when I sit down, that's just our the anatomy of a woman, right? right. Like, and the high-waisted pants, they do kind of push on your belly. I'm not as worried about that as I am like, how do they feel when I'm walking around? And like, I don't think anybody's sitting next to me, just like staring at my stomach, you know? Yeah. Like I know for myself, like I feel so much more comfortable in the high-waisted versus the low riders. Like I've never been able to wear the low riders. I feel like hello muffin top. Like I, it's just not comfortable for me. So I've just made it my thing. Like I'm not going to try them on. Like it's just not skinny jeans too. Like I, kind of I, I stay away from that because I felt like not comfortable in them. like no and I know you've mentioned in the very beginning about the comfort thing but I was like I look in the mirror like I just don't see it and I've seen them cute oh, on yeah. other people like other women can rock them but it's like that different body type like I'm just They're like not I'm for just every not. body type and it was even like even when I had lost a lot of weight and I was like size six like I still was not into the the skinny jeans so I was like it's not it was just it didn't fit me it wasn't my so yeah, yeah, I do have a style, I suppose. <laughs> See, once we start, everyone has a style. I just kind of coach women through finding it and I make yeah. suggestions and it's so easy. There's so much noise out there in the world telling you what you should wear and should be. Mm-hmm. And, and we find a lot of external, you know, confidence boosting. I don't know whether it's in trends or I'm look like this influencer or that influencer. Right, if, I, right. if I only had that shirt, my life would be magical. Right. Mm-hmm. And so you're looking for this external validation and it has to start internally first so that you can cut out the noise, decide what you like and wear that with confidence, whether it's skinny jeans, 
I don't love skinny jeans. Um, I don't think that that whole trend, it wasn't meant for everybody's shape. I've always been curvy. So it just wasn't the best for me. It looked like right. I just painted blue legs on. And so <laughs> it just looked silly for someone that's straight up and down. It creates a curve and it looks great. Right. So it, we really have to be able to know ourselves and know our bodies and know what works and what we feel good. And you should absolutely be comfortable. But I think if we put comfort at the forefront, we start sliding back into some yeah. you know, Netflix and into the frumpy eat the pizza kind of outfit, <laughs> you know, instead of like crush the goals, let's go get this. Yeah. Done. Yeah. So what, um, any last advice that you can offer our listeners? I would say to definitely do the journaling exercise that I mentioned and download the body shape guide. It's a freebie that I offer and it will help you measure. Do not assume your body shape. Most women postpartum will say, well, now I'm bigger in the middle. And 99% of times, uh, 99% of the time that is not true. So, so we're not all apples when we're, <laughs> I mean, when you're pregnant, yes. Like when you're nine months pregnant, absolutely. Right, right. But that doesn't count as like a body shape. It's temporary. But I think even postpartum, like myself, I was like, oh, I'm squishy here now. And I never was. It didn't mean I was bigger in the middle. I had much right. bigger hips and bust than I do right. middle. Mm-hmm. It all grew. So and it grew in proportion. And so mm-hmm. I, that's the case for most women. So you have to take your measurements. Don't assume anything. Take your measurements and then compare it to that body shape guide and take my advice for what outfit formula I tell you to put together. I don't care if you buy it at the Goodwill or at Neiman Market. I was actually just going to ask that. I, I, that was the next question that was in my okay. mind was you were giving this advice. And I was going to say about like, what about like the, should we, should we aim to get higher like yes quality clothes yeah quality clothes because does that does that matter it a hundred percent matters and I would say like if you're in a weight loss journey or going through some health issues and you know you're temporarily a size then I would say okay go target with navy all day Mm -hmm. I get it you're fluctuating and that's going to change soon but as we get older we should really look for quality over quantity. And there's so much that goes into that from the way the fabric feels on your skin to the way it's cut, how it fits a woman's body versus not meant for, you know, a teenager. A lot of brains are cut for a teenager if they're cheaper. And then I also have to look at it from an ethical standpoint, like how much did they pay that child to make that $3 shirt? Right. So why not buy a really great brand from the Goodwill? If you're, if you're, wanting to go lower budget instead of buying something from old navy that you're just going to throw away and that's again the environment fashion is the number two environmental pollution company that there is in the world there's so much pollution caused so many landfills full of old clothes because we buy the old navy tank top and then yeah and and we get a new one because it was seven bucks so who cares well the earth cares it's just and you should care about how it fits you, not just that it's disposable. Yes. Okay. All right. That's great. That's great advice. Thank you. Today's episode is sponsored by the Supermom Detox, an incredible coaching program designed to help moms take off their supermom cape and feel comfortable in their own skin. Have you felt like you've lost yourself since becoming a mom because you got caught up in the idea that you have to take care of everyone and everything else and sacrifice who you are to be the kind of mom you want to be? 
The Supermom Detox will guide you in rediscovering who you are and getting yourself off the back burner and onto solid ground. This amazing program will teach you how to let go of perfectionism, people-pleasing, unrealistic expectations, unhealthy boundaries, and negative thought patterns that are keeping you stuck. Motherhood can be so much more enjoyable when you learn to take care of yourself the way you deserve. Stop feeling guilty or bad about making time for yourself. You are so worthy of taking up space. Find out more about the Supermoms Detox by clicking the link in today's show notes and signing up for a call with me. If nothing else, you'll get clear on what's keeping you on the back burner. We're going to switch gears now. I want to thank you so much for all of that because I, I know you've inspired me and I hope that you inspired all the listeners to, to rethink their closet and, and step into their style. But I want to ask you, what do you do for fun? For fun, I, <laughs> I know moms have a hard time having fun, right? Yes. I, I would say for me, it's getting outdoors. So hiking is like my favorite, easy, anything walking outside, talking and eating a really good meal with great company, whether it's my husband or friends or, you know, my family, whoever it might be. I love a really great meal and a really great hike. If I get to do both of those things in one day. It's a I'm perfect happy. day for you. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then what, um, do you have a book that you can recommend? Okay, I was, I have two that I'm so torn. One goes along with, both. go for it. Okay, <laughs> The Year of Yes by Shonda Rhimes okay. is just such an empowering book, but you have to listen to it, not actually like read it in a hard copy of the book. Her voice and her storytelling ability is just like, wow, it's incredible. Um, but then the book that changed my entire life, I think was 1000 Gifts by Ann Voskamp. And okay. she talked about being grateful for a thousand things over a year. And when I started becoming grateful for the small things, like a hot cup of coffee, the sunshine, I mean, I was, I read that book in a time when I was buying my groceries from the dollar store in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. Like I spent all my money on school and going into my career and I had nothing. And that concept has served me. So now I have a family and a career and all of the things. And that's what's grounded me. That book changed my entire life. And what is it called? 1000 Gifts by okay. Anne Boskamp. Okay. All right. Um, and then finally, where can listeners find you? Mostly on Instagram. So it's at Jamie Baker, but it looks like Jamie. <laughs> it's at Jamie Baker underscore. That's where I pretty much like. If I'm talking about something, you can find me somewhere else. I'll link it from Instagram. So that's where you'll find me the most. All right. Awesome. So I am going to put all your information in the show notes of today's episode. And I'm also going to grab that link for this. Um, what was it? The body type guide? Yes, I have guide? a. I have like four resources, mindset, body shape, a style quiz, something else. Oh, outfit formulas, putting them together. And that, oh, you, you said jamiebaker.com backslash hello, right? Yep. All right. I'm going to go ahead and throw that link as well into the show notes. So definitely if you're listening to this and you're interested in learning more about Jamie, check it out. Um, I want to thank you so much. This has been, this has been very um, inspiring and informative interview. Thank so you. thank you so much, Jamie. I appreciate you having me. Sorry if I get a little too fired up. I get really passionate. about it. <laughs> It's a good thing. <laughs> 
Thank you for listening to this episode of the Moms Without Capes podcast. I'm always up to hearing your ideas for future episodes, so send me a DM and let me know. And if you enjoyed today's episode, it would be awesome if you'd leave me a positive review wherever you're listening to podcasts these days. Until next time, take care of you. You are worth it.